The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Eric Sablon here with Burnt Phone Marketing Radio, and I'm super excited. I actually have a guy that's been in the publishing space, been the publishing eye since the 80s. He actually, I'm going to date myself, I actually watched him when I was a kid <laughs> on what we'd call Fox. So back in the day when Fox was coming out, he was actually on TV back then. So he's a local radio host. He's a local TV celebrity. He d runs his own production company, and he loves to travel. So in his spare time, he's traveling. So please welcome Eddie P to the show. Eddie P, what's going on? It's all good. And you, just, you paint such a beautiful picture of me. <laughs> I don't know where you got it. It's so funny that um, a lot of people, and I guess it's because of your age, but you weren't around in 1985, maybe, when I first started in television. So in, here in Alaska, we had the um, local version of Catch uh, Music Television, or mm -hmm. MTV. We did. And um, I was, that was Catch 22 Music Television, and I was one of the DJs, or VJs, on Catch 22 for five years. DJ. <laughs> I so, was a VJ. For all the people that don't know, there was this thing called MTV or videos and uh, <laughs> that we're dating ourselves. And <laughs> Eddie was actually one of the DJs. So just so you guys know, that, that's how long he's been in the public's eye on TV <laughs> publishing. So I'm actually going to just start off a little bit about your backstory. You know, Eddie, let the, okay. uh, you know, let the audience know, you know, where you came from, how you came to Alaska and what got you into the space that you're in right now. Well, um, very simple story. I was, you know, in Texas and my father decided, hey, I want to move to Alaska. So he uh, got his little business together and took care of business. And we drove up here from Austin, Texas. And um, but mostly for um, he just wanted to get back to Alaska because he was in the military at one time. Mm -hmm. And um, he had come here and stayed in Fairbanks, but had promised to come back to live in Alaska and here we are in our adult ages not wanting to stay by ourselves in Texas I have two sisters and a brother and um, we said hmm Alaska ooh, scary too cold and then we said then my parents said well then you can stay here in the house but you'll have to pay for everything I said well Alaska is looking real good now <laughs> so we, <laughs> we followed the parents up here to, uh, to Anchorage Alaska and I would never, ever live anywhere else but here now. Yeah, you, you've become a staple in this city, definitely. <laughs> well, that's nice to hear because, um, and, I, and, I, and I feel that everywhere I go, um, people are very cordial. 
I know they want to say, well, he must be old because I, <laughs> I remember when he was there when I was on, when I was a little kid. So, um, and yeah, I understand that feeling. So I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative to everyone that um, considers me, um, you know, valuable enough to watch and, and still watch. So uh, with my, my current television co show called The Venue. So, yeah, and yeah. That's, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you, talk to you about because, you know, this is a marketing podcast and it's about sales, mm -hmm. but it's also about publishing. And when I say publishing, I like to tell people it's like um, YouTube or Facebook lives or blogs yep. or podcasts like what we're doing. What would be, you know, like when you first got started and, and you know, with the, with the show that you're on right now, what was mm -hmm. the, what was the driving force that really got that momentum going? Cause a lot of people, oh hold off because they, they, they think it has to be perfect before they go. Well, I knew my idea was perfect. Mm -hmm. And you have to remember um, my, the venue, music television, the one that's on right now, we didn't have um, Facebook or we had MySpace, but then what was that? Yeah. So <laughs> there was, it was very limited, but for people that wanted to um, do their music and perform in front of people, that was good if you were 21. Mm -hmm. If you were not 21, the laws did not permit youth or young people, 14, 15, 16, to display their music at a local bar. Um, Chokuts um, didn't, no bars were letting young people in at that mm -hmm. time. So um, I was working in production and, and, and such over at Fox 4. Mm -hmm. um, KTBY when they were merged with Channel 11 at that time oh. and in 2000 I said well this, we got to make something happen so I created this this show um, at the Godfather's Pizza over I know <laughs> at Godfather's Pizza and it was a karaoke show but we'd have live musicians come in so we had people like um, um, oh gosh, what are their names? Well, Derek Mangrabang, I don't know if you know who he is. Hmm. Um, he was 14 years old at the time, would come to Godfather's Pizza every Monday night to do his performance. We had Subconscious, we had um, Del Mag, um, Del all Mag. these big, remember Del Mag with mm -hmm. Eric Braun and all those guys? Um, even Decepticide, I don't know if you remember them. Um, all these young guys, um, Nothing Less, Portugal the Man, you know who they are, yeah, who they they are. and they used to be on my tv show the venue when i created it because they were too young to get into performing in front of anyone so we had them all on television i would i would shoot and we would edit and we put it on the on tv and those were that's how the venue started it was started to get young people exposure for their music and this one guy derek mangrabang who i talk about all the time because he's the reason i did it his voice was so amazing and his talent with drumming and all that stuff was so amazing. It had to be seen by people. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he came out with that song, Coloring In, we did a video of it, thanks to Shane Burnham and um, 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 Cleland, I forgot his first name. But anyway, um, the two producers at the time put that together and we put it on television and it was awesome. Wow. Um, yeah, and, I, and because I didn't have enough local at the time, I joined up with a company called Rive Video Promotions mm -hmm. and Hip Video Promotions, and they're from across the country. And what they do is the same thing for um, local musicians in their areas, and then they send them, and we air them up here. So if I don't have enough content, I just use some of theirs, and that's how it worked. And then it's still going. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is that is cool because it, it's like you took a, you found a niche, you found something that 
you know, I mean, everybody can go out to the bar and see live bands, but like you said, there, at that time, there wasn't the American Idol and there wasn't right. the, you know, the voice and all these places and there, it's hard to get seen on those. So you basically created a under 18 open mic night at Godfather's exactly. Pizza. At Godfather's Pizza. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is so cool. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. And those guys are still around. Um, mm -hmm. Even the ones that are, I consider next generation. Now they remember those days and they remember those guys. And now they're, they're still doing things. And it's, it's wonderful to see. Yeah. And um, a lot of those young people then are still doing music right now. That is so cool. That is so yeah. cool. Because you, you basically left a legacy for those guys. So um, yeah. I'm going to jump into um, a little bit of a publishing tip. So okay. I know you've been on the radio and mm -hmm. you've been on TV. Um, mm -hmm. And not everybody gets that same platform to be able to get out there and get that voice known. What would, be, what would you suggest to somebody that, you know, they, they have content, they have something that's really good. Um, what would be like a stepping stone to get them to push themselves to do it, basically? Because a lot of our well, listeners have that. They're, they're stopping themselves right there before they want to go publish. Yeah, and, that's, and I don't know why they do that. And it may have something to do with maybe they don't feel like they're good enough or something. I don't know. They'll say, oh, no, I got this. I know, I, I know what I'm doing. But then they don't do anything. And it's very odd to me. Um, but then I guess I was kind of like that, too. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let other people try it. And then if it starts working, then I'll get involved. Right. But um, if, if that's what's happening with these young people these days, with all these tools at their fingertips, right. then that's, that's their fault because the door is open, they can create the path, um, they have the tools and the energy and everything to do what they need to do, um, publishing and um, how would you say, yeah, just getting out there. So don't hold back. And right. if you are, you need to figure out why, maybe, maybe mentally they're not ready for the onslaught of what could happen. Because right. I didn't know that I'd still be doing things here, um, you know, radio or television. And when I got here to Alaska, I started at a place called Copper Rivet. And then I went to um, a place called Filet Mignon, which was at Diamond Center. Mm -hmm. And I made sandwiches. <laughs> and then I went to cars like everybody does. You have to go to cars. I went to cars and started their um, custom pizza. So I used to make pizzas at Cars on Huffman. And um, I got discovered for television um, after I made an announcement there um, about wow. making pizzas. And um, he asked me if I wanted to audition. Uh -huh. Door open. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. So I did. That's when it started, 1985. Mm -hmm. And that's what most people are, that are, that's what most people stop themselves. They, they don't see when the door opens. They, yeah. they make so many excuses. I was just on a, an interview yesterday with uh, Haley, and she was talking about how when a door opens, you just need to be able to have the power and the posture to walk through it because you don't know what's on the other side of the threshold. And exactly. you know, just, just do it. Just like, go do it. Do it. It's, it's yep. big. And nothing beats a, fail, nothing beats a, a failure but success. So right. it, you have to make mistakes. Even Warren Buffett makes mistakes. And he didn't become a billionaire basically until he was 50-something. So it's right. not too late. No, and it's not. I, I'm 60 now, but I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a billionaire. I'm just trying to help other people do successful and fun things. And um, I have a regular job. I enjoy what I do. 
Um, I, I already have my house. I have a car. I used to have a dog, but I'm not looking for another one now because two of them died. So <laughs> I can't go through that again. <laughs> but I enjoy everybody else's dogs and I love kids. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that's why, you know, and I produced other shows also. I, I did that kids cartoon show that you used to mm-hmm. see. Um, before that, though, um, I did Thriller and Chiller Theater. And that's oh, where wow. I hosted scary movies. And um, that's where I, I use my, my scary movie voice, my, my Dracula voice. Your Dracula voice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Jack of all trades. Yeah, I just, I get scary with it. Um, <laughs> and after that, I got involved with radio. Um, I started uh, working over at K&IK that used to be 105.7 The Breeze, mm-hmm. which is now moving 105.7. So, um, but for 12 years, I was at The Breeze. Smooth Jazz, 105.7, The Breeze. <laughs> so I had a great time. <laughs> You're right. bringing me back. Exactly, we're having way too much fun. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna jump back so, to it. Um, so um, I hope I answered that. You did, no, that's perfect, that's perfect. Okay, All right. Just, honestly, it's literally, literally, really just go do it, I mean, Stop making excuses, walk through that door and just go do it because, you know, depending on where you came from, it doesn't matter where you came from. You're, you're really just driving and yeah. pushing and being that driving force. And mm-hmm. some people just need to hear that. And I'm hoping that the audience that's listening right now says, you know what, maybe, maybe uh, that's exactly what I needed. And, and that's what I'm yeah. looking for um, is just to help one or two people mm-hmm. push through. So yeah. being an entrepreneur for, or being in, in publishing, and being on in, in the public eye for decades, what would you have told yourself decades ago that would, <laughs> that would increase the speed of your, your um, I, I don't even wanna call it business, but just increase the speed of how well you were known around the city? Because everybody- Increased it? Well, see, I thought I had everything together, but, um, I, I would have told myself, well, what would I have told myself? Huh? I, you know, for one, I would have told me not to pre- procrastinate. Mm. Um, I, was, I was the one that if someone also had an idea and um, they, they talked louder than I did, then I normally sat back and I waited. Mm. And then, um, then if, if they didn't cross my idea, then I would, you know, start to talk again. If somebody over- overpowered me, I would, I would just be quiet. I'm, and I think that has to do with my, my, my basic nature in things. I'm not one of those kind of people that push stuff on people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't try to monopolize the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I'm, and I'm not quiet. I'm not yeah. trying to say I'm a quiet person. <laughs> I'm just one that I'm not going to try to dominate a conversation and take over. Um, and I'm more going to be polite and say, oh, well, no, you go right ahead. That kind of thing. Stop. I need to stop doing that. That's what I would have told myself. If I had an idea, which I did, and I was able to share it, then I should have been a little bit more vocal. What I did do, though, was I was not afraid to do things to enhance once I got started. Mm. So that was one thing I did. Um, if I knew that um, my hair needed to be a certain way, I used to have really long hair. I and um, I, I, I had the hair. I, I, was, I was really thin at one time. I was, you know, not, I'm not thin anymore. But I used to be, so I was, I was, I wasn't hot, but I wasn't, I wasn't ugly either. And I had a lot of energy. (laughs) And um, so 
I would have also told myself, be careful about how long I'm letting my hair grow because it, it pulled my hairline back. And so now I just, now it's all gone. <laughs> so I guess I waited too late to stop that one. But, um, you know, uh, also as, and I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I'm, I know what I look like. I'm not one of those beautiful people. So I do things to me to um, um, attract the look or to attract attention so that people will say, oh, well, that's Eddie P. Did right. you see his eyes? And yes. so 100% of the people, when they first see me, they, the first thing they notice are my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I used to have green eyes, very bright emerald green contacts. Mm -hmm. Now I have very bright seawater blue contacts. And, and people just, wow. And they look at the eyes and say, oh, my, that's cool. So that's, that's my hook. Mm -hmm. um, that's, how I, uh, that's how I pull people in. And then at some point, if they get to like me, well, then you go. I win. Then right. I can share with them stuff and, you know, move forward. That's how I did it. <laughs> that is so, awesome. I know. <laughs> like what you did was you took, you, you took a lot of the things that you already had. And then, like, I, I love what you said. You enhanced it. Enhanced, you yep. You made it so that people always will remember who you are. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. that's a big thing. It's like everybody knows Eddie P was in the room, even if he was only talking for a little bit. Mm -hmm. They remember who you were with the eyes or with the voice or yeah. your demeanor. And um, I, I would take that as a gift and I would tell people, um, you know what, you, you really need to do something so people remember who you are. You make a mm -hmm. statement, leave, a, mm -hmm. leave something so that people know who you are. So when you reach out to talk to them again, they remember, oh, you're Eddie, the one with the blue, the blue yep. eyes, the one with the green eyes, or the one that always mm -hmm. wears the bow tie. Or yeah. Spot. Find that voice. <laughs> yeah, find your spot, and boom, guess what you got? You got your niche. So yep. that's a huge nugget. Thank you for that. Um, so the next thing, you know, I always like to promote, the, my, I always like to promote my guests. So right now, what are you working on, and where can the audience find you? And I'll always put your information in the show notes. Okay. So um, they can link to all of the information for, about you. But what, what are you working on right now? And what, where can the audience find you? Okay. What I'm working on right now, and it, we're actually just two weeks in, just revisiting something that I produced before. Um, it's called The Ladies' Room. And mm -hmm. The Ladies' Room is where I, I talk to ladies and they, they can be anybody you know how in the ladies room they they talk with each other and they have all these secrets and stuff and the the way the tv show started off at one time was where um i snuck up to the bathroom door of the ladies room and i put my ear up against it and then on the other side you see these two ladies talking about business and they're all this i said oh i didn't know that's how they did that that's why they're so successful that kind of thing that's how it came on and um and we go to various ladies' bathrooms in their homes. Not, I mean, it sounds awful, but um, it's not. It, we set it up really cute. Dana Faluka helped me with one. Um, okay. I did one with Ermalee Hickel. Okay. And this was this was a few years ago in her in her bath master bathroom, and it was really neat. She's a very nice lady, or was a very nice lady, and. Um, uh, several other people. Uh, when Paula Prentice, I don't know if you know who she is. She played on Stepford Wives. She was the mm -hmm. robot lady that went crazy in the kitchen. I mm -hmm. thought we were going to be friends or something like that. Well, when she came up here with several other celebrities up at Alieska, I I did a one with her, 
in the ladies' bathroom in Alaska. So, <laughs> so cool. those are some, I mean, and it's just talking about what they want to talk about. And um, we called it the ladies' room. Awesome. It was neat. So we're looking at how to bring that back and, and doing a YouTube kind of thing. So we're just, we're just now revisiting it. So, and um, what I'm doing right now is just maintaining the, the venue. Okay. We have this formula that everybody is, um, you know, interested in. And it's, it's very simple. It's a remove and replace. I can do a, a whole episode um, from edit to render in an hour or less. Wow because it's just you remove one video and you put another one in you remove one of my segments and you put a segment in and then you render it and send it wow. so yeah and it makes it so easy and i so i do um 48 to 52 episodes a year for the venue and they don't repeat they can't so um they're supposed to be what do you call it closed caption mm -hmm. and so we're getting to that point our our system that we were using is not compatible with channel two so we're all trying to frantically work that out and um get it so then we'll go more we'll be able to go into fairbanks at that point we're statewide except for in fairbanks and i think we're not in juno either but um once we get that um closed caption done and they talk to each other then we'll be in those cities as well awesome. yeah so that's what I'm doing now, and I'm on I'm on Classic Hits radio station that play 80s and more. I love that because that's the kind of music I remember yeah. and love when I was at Catch 22. That's what we were playing. Everything we're playing on this station that I'm on is what I played on during Catch 22. So it's a lot of memories, and every song that comes on, if people could see me, oh my goodness, the <laughs> they were coming out. Yeah, oh. I'm all dancing in the studio and everything. <laughs> So, but it's fun. Awesome. I enjoy it. <laughs> so, what I'm gonna do for you is I'll create a um, a landing page for you. I'll, I'll get okay. some of your, your information on there, and I'll okay. also create a link so that way everyone can kind of filter to the venue. Um, okay. So they can filter the venue. They can see where, where you know when they can watch it, how they can watch it, if they can do different things, or if there's a website. So, I'll actually create a page for you. It'll be www burnphonemarketing.com forward slash Eddie P. So it'll Woo! be, yeah, it'll be all set for you. Um, they'll be dialed in so they'll be able to get the information. You can share it to them and boom, they can get you their information and we'll do a little thing. So the last question I have. Uh oh, okay. Here's the last <laughs> question I have. In your business today, mm -hmm. what's the one thing that keeps you up at night, good, bad, or both? Uh, what keeps me up at night? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, I sleep well. That's good. I, it's not, nothing bad, nothing good. I look forward to come to work here. I'm in sales, which is something, that's what's funny. Okay, there you go. That hit it. I'm in sales um, here at the radio station. Also, Monday through Friday, I do sales and um, I go and see people and all that stuff. That kind of keeps me up because one, I get very excited. Um, I'm, I got in position finally where I'm at a place that's not, it's not second rate. Mm -hmm. It's actually one of the, it's got some, the top stations here, KFAT, Bob, Classic Hits, our country station, Q99 out in the Valley. So I'm at a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never had that before. Um, even when I was at the hotel, it was just like, you know, I'm not going to mention the hotel, but that one, 
it's one of those that um, you know you have to work really hard to get oh, there's a lot of people to show up. Yeah. So, but now I'm at one that's really good. I didn't think that I knew how to sell, but um, now apparently I I guess I do because um, I'm I'm doing well in it, and I really like it because I learn from this community how to talk to them. Um, you don't come at them with a sales pitch. Um, to me, I, I used to live in Hawaii when I was younger. And if you want to get to talk to um, Hawaiian people or that community um, on a serious level, you got to talk story first. Mm -hmm. You don't just walk in there and start talking business. Talk story first. How's your mom? Right. Talk about all that stuff. Then you go into business. <laughs> That's just the way they are. And that works here. Right. Um, Alaskans are very different. So if you come at them with a sales pitch, they'll shut you down really, really fast. Mm -hmm. So, I, and I know I'm fortunate in a way because um, I've been here forever and I've been very public. Mm -hmm. So if I go to someone's office, they already know who I am. And so it makes it easier. And to me, that's a really warm lead because yeah. then, then they find out why I'm there. And um, I thankfully have good news to share with them. And um, 99.9 and a half percent of it is really good for the, the company. And the only time it's not good is if they wait too long in the cell in that special ends. And then they say, well, I want that. Well, I, I, I can't move it back. <laughs> but here, something else will come along. You can work with me. But um, all of my clients that I've worked with here at the Ohana Media Group have been very, very happy. Um, Alaska Yellow Cab. Mm -hmm. Very, very happy people. Dr. Todd Kersey, um, gosh, I have, I have a whole list of clients that um, I enjoy working with and they thankfully enjoy working with me. So that's, I guess that's where I'm going with that. And, you know, it, I'm, I'm also a member of the Chamber of Commerce mm -hmm. and I, I encourage that for most businesses that um, are into sales and marketing, things like that. The Chamber is a great place to be. So. Yeah. Am I talking too much? No, no. I <laughs> yeah, the chamber is a big thing. And, 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 and yeah. like I said, um, like, like Eddie said, it's literally listening more. And I love what he said, you know, uh, the Hawaiian's actually called talk story. Like we're going to talk story. So when you're talking stories and, you know, just as everybody knows, Facts tell, stories sell. I mean, that's like the yep. basic, basic, basic. That's good. <laughs> if you can get somebody to tell a story and they can relate to it and you knock down those walls and you start listening. And, and mm -hmm. I always tell people this, you have two ears and one mouth for one reason, because you should listen more than you talk. Yeah. So just listen yep. on the sales side, just listen. So. Yep. Eddie, thank you so much for jumping on this podcast again. My um, pleasure. I, uh, so there, I'm going to give you one last thing. So here's what I always, I always ask my clients or my, the people that come on, my, on the show is, mm -hmm. if you're on stage or you're finishing up a show or you're mm -hmm. doing something or you're closing out the TV show, what is the Eddie P mic drop thing that you want them to remember you by every time they, once they walk out the room? What is the mic drop for Eddie P? <laughs> I, I've never dropped the mic before. Um, let me see. Um, my deal is people are in control of what they do say and their actions. And actions create response. And if it's a negative action, you're going to get a negative response. 
um, being positive. So I learned from my best friend years ago, you don't just say, have a nice day. You say, you make it a nice day or you make it a great day. And I learned that and it made total sense to me. So in all of my, um, when I send you an email, it says on the bottom there, you make it a great day. Nice. Because that person is the only one in, in charge of making themselves a great day. After I leave um, a performance or um, like I've been doing live after five for the last 20 something years here in Anchorage. And I've also done the Miss Alaska Universe, uh, Miss Alaska USA pageant, Miss Alaska Team USA pageant for the last 23 or 24 years. And so my deal is, one, if the font is too little, I can't read it all. So there comes what you call ad-libbing. And <laughs> so I give it what I got. And, you know, if I make a mistake, I don't freak out. Um, normally, I make it um, so that it's laughable. And if, as long as they're laughing, they just forgot what I just tried to do. I so um, I, I, when I close my show or when I do everything, you make it a great day. We'll see you next time. Nice. That's you guys, mm -hmm. you make it a great day. We'll see you next time. You make time. it a great day. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a huge nugget because you have total control of that. So, guys, mm -hmm. I'm honored to have Eddie on the show. He's, he was one of the guys that I, I've looked up to. I've seen him a lot all over the um, the all over on TV and literally in around at chamber and everything. So guys, keep your connections tight. Keep the people that you're surrounding yourself with re really, really tight because the more, you know, they said, it, we said it the other day, you're the average of the five people that you hang around with the most. That's right. Sure. Make sure you're checking your five people all the time. So guys, mm -hmm. thank you for listening. Eddie, thank you for being on. Guys, remember always. Always, always, always listen to the full intro because I outro because I always give something away for free. I'm really excited for you guys to learn. And again, I will put all of Eddie's information into a, a page. It'll be www.burnphonemarketing.com forward slash Eddie P. And you'll be able to get link up with him. You'll be able to see a couple of the things that he's doing. And you'll be able to link to this podcast. So guys, thank you. And I'll see you again on the next, another edition of Burnful Marketing Radio. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. I know it's hard to find people to pitch or talk to when your warm market dries up. So what do we do? When I first got started, I took off like most of you did. Then... You started to get that feeling of being that guy. Me too. So to help you from hitting that brick wall, I've created a summit with the top 10 network marketing professionals. For you, 100% complimentary. Yes, it's free. I want to start off by building an amazing relationship with you. So no matter if you've been in the industry for years or you just got started, this summit is for you. So go to www.burnphonemarketing.com and get your complimentary network marketing summit. Again, that's B-U-R-N-T-P-H-O-N-E marketing.com and get access to this phenomenal summit. There you are going to find three keys to building a solid network marketing business. Number one, belief. Number two, strategy. And number three, action. So to get access, go to www.burnphonemarketing.com and get your complimentary network marketing summit. Again, that's burnphonemarketing.com.